Welcome back to the Leaders in Best podcast. We're your hosts, Katie and Jordan. And today we have a few of our admitted student programming leaders and current students, Charlotte, Emily, Kemi, and Jack, to talk about an important topic, wellness on campus. They'll be sharing advice and resources for staying healthy, both physically and mentally, and balancing both during the pandemic. But first, they're going to tell you a little bit more about themselves. Hi everyone, my name is Emily. I am originally from Torrance, California, and I am a sophomore in the College of Literature, Science, and the Arts, studying molecular, cellular, and developmental biology. Hey everyone, my name is Jack. I am from Plymouth, Michigan. I am studying chemical engineering. Hey everyone, my name is Kemi. I am a senior from Detroit, Michigan, and I am majoring in psychology through the College of Literature, Sciences, and the Arts. Hi everyone, I'm Charlotte. I'm a junior from Columbus, Ohio, and I'm majoring in public policy through the Gerald R. Ford School of Public Policy, and I'm minoring in business through Ross. Big thanks to all of you for joining us today and helping guide our conversation about wellness. Coming from out of state and living far away from home, I definitely wanted to make sure I knew where to go if I felt sick, because as much as I wanted to, I couldn't just call mom to come pick me up from school anymore. I also knew that the transition to college classes and everything that came with them would feel pretty stressful. So it was good to know that there were resources available to help me throughout my time here. Same here, Jordan. I was concerned about the transition from high school to college and how I would be able to balance my time between studying, working, meeting people, getting involved, and attending sporting events with my friends. I was concerned all these new opportunities would make me feel overwhelmed and would take a toll on my mental health. Hopefully, we can share some of our favorite wellness resources on campus so you feel a little bit more comfortable when that first cold hits or you are feeling a bit more stressed with all the new things on your plate. So on that note, we thought we'd start by talking a bit about staying physically healthy during your time at Michigan. Emily, where can a student turn if they're feeling under the weather? So the nice thing about Michigan is we have the University Health Services, which is um, just a huge building full of tons of doctors, tons of resources to make sure that you are leaving feeling your absolute best or hopefully in a little bit with a prescription with the in-house pharmacy. I love UHS because everything is so convenient. Um, They have walk-in appointments. You can also call and make an appointment, make um, an appointment online. So it's really helpful um, just to know that there are so many resources in this building that can help you get back on your feet and um, the nice thing about UHS is that I've never left feeling like I didn't have everything that I needed whether that be um, an exam extension a prescription or just knowing what's wrong with me I once had a doctor run four or five tests with me just to exactly pinpoint what was you know giving me my fevers and I just left feeling so much more comforted one more thing about UHS is that you never um, have to go elsewhere I mean UHS has things like STI testing, they have gynecologists, they have dermatologists, and even if those resources are not in-house, they can easily connect you to someone who can help you out with pretty much any issue. And are there health insurance options for students on campus? I'm actually an out-of-state student from California, like I mentioned, and I didn't realize my lack of coverage in the state of Michigan until I got really sick. So when I signed up for the UM health insurance, I actually finally got covered. My parents were really happy because all of those pretty expensive medical bills ended up getting covered. Um, and I didn't have to stress in the future about paying more for healthcare. Also, if you're on your parents' health insurance still or you have a different health insurance plan back at home, you can totally use that still at school. I remember I just walked up and I showed them my health insurance card and I was all set for that first appointment. So obviously, 
many people's primary health concern right now is COVID. And campus looks a little bit different this year during the pandemic. What resources have you all taken advantage of as students on campus? I had to go to my research lab every single week. I have to go to a lot of different buildings on campus just to study because my Wi-Fi and my current living situation is really bad. So I actually go get my COVID testing at Ross every single Monday and it makes me or it gives me access to the buildings that I need to. My M card swipes at my lab. So it's super easy to sign up. Um, for a while, it was actually linked on our Canvas page, which we as students visit every single day to access our assignments. Um, so it's very accessible, it takes five minutes to do the test, and um, I just am able to go about my week. And getting tested has been super popular this semester, particularly too. I think just about everyone in my house, I live in a huge house with a ton of different roommates. We all get tested weekly so that we can still go into university buildings and have different activities. There's also an app called Responsive Blue where it can kind of just help you keep on track and make sure that you're monitoring your own health and your own exposure. I think something that's really scary about going to a university during COVID times is making sure that you have the resources. If you do have to quarantine or isolate, I know I have seen TikToks on my For You page about really obscure Q&I situations, but the nice thing about Michigan is that they provide quarantine and isolation housing to anyone who needs it for pretty much any reason. Um, I unfortunately had to go to North Campus for two weeks and I honestly loved it. I was able to clear my head in nature. Um, I got to really focus on my schoolwork, all my extra time up there, and I felt really supported by um, the university. I honestly couldn't say enough good things about it. I live off campus and one of my housemates tested positive for COVID and it was a really scary situation but we both chose to isolate in our own individual rooms. Thankfully we were assigned a, a caseworker and that caseworker regularly checked in with us, provided us with different resources and just notified us on how to stay safe while we're still in the same um, apartment building. And this allowed me to stay COVID free, but also well informed. Um, the additional resource my roommate was able to use was to have the dining hall supply her with meals each and every single day. And they delivered the meals um, contact free each time. And throughout the whole two weeks, she was able to get her meals, but also kind of have regular routine, even though we were isolating. The universities also really helped continue to work with the larger housing on campus. So residence halls, but also fraternity and sorority life and co-ops. So they've also worked more closely with those sort of organizations to make sure that all of their different COVID needs are met too. And how have you all found your professors handle yours and your classmates' COVID concerns? So the nice thing about Michigan is that there are so many classes here, so many different options for different sections, whether that be in person or a hybrid or online. Um, and a lot of those class options happen to be really flexible. Um, so I am in an organic organic chemistry lab and obviously most laboratory courses are mostly offered in person but there were actually remote options for people who felt unsafe so since I wasn't sure how I felt about going to campus um, every week and doing in-person courses I chose the remote option it was um, a great decision for me it helps me kind of keep my schedule a little bit open and on top of that when I was in a hybrid chemistry lab last semester um, my professor was extremely supportive of when I had to isolate and quarantine. He constantly checked up on me and asked if I was doing well, if I had food. So I really do feel supported um, during this pandemic. 
even classes that are offered in person typically also have the option to be completely remote too. And a lot of my synchronous courses actually also give you the opportunity to do it asynchronously too. So it really works with your schedule. And especially if you're anxious about COVID or having your own scare, you really can adjust it to what you need. I've also loved it because I only live three hours away from home. And sometimes when I feel like there's so much pressure going on in campus and I just want to go home, I have that option. And I know I'm not going to fall behind in any of my classwork. And a question that we've already gotten a lot as we've started to talk to admitted students is what do classes look like, especially as a lot of them are virtual? And I personally think that professors have done a really great job of adapting their classes to the Zoom world. They've used polls and breakout rooms to keep lectures and discussions engaging. And that's also given us chances to talk to our classmates and get to know them as well, because that's usually one of the best parts of classes here is getting to know and getting to talk to your classmates. So I think professors have done a really good job of still giving students the opportunity to do that. And every class I've had is built in a short break or two because I think we've all learned that Zoom fatigue is pretty real, especially when you have multiple classes in one day. And even outside the classroom, professors are still incredibly accessible for office hours and meetings. They're just conducted virtually, but that certainly hasn't made it any harder to get questions answered or to get to know your professors. I think a lot of students have similar questions about approaching professors with mental health concerns. So on a similar note, how understanding are professors to your general mental health concerns? Coming into college, I was so terrified about what that would be like and dealing with mental health or just different general health concerns with professors. I came from a really small high school with like 49 people in my graduating class size. So the individualized attention I got from teachers there was really special. And I was scared that I would totally lose that at a huge university like this. And I remember when it came down to mediating an extension for a paper, I was terrified to ask my professor in GSI for this. And I was certain that they would think less of me or not grant me the extension because maybe my situation wasn't extreme enough in their opinion to a warrant one. So I went through all of freshman year, never asking for one, even in times that I really needed an extension. But sophomore year, I finally did ask for an extension on a paper I was writing just because I was so overwhelmed. And my professor gave me 24 hours longer than what I had asked for, no questions asked at all. And it was just a really eye-opening time for me realizing that my professors here really wanted me to do well at Michigan. And not just through getting a good grade or the grade I wanted, but also making sure that I took care of myself. So something like that, it was just a really nice experience to realize that we're more than just numbers here. And especially at a big school, that's a fear that I think is really legitimate but we're actually students that our professors hope do well and they want to connect with you and make sure that you're doing well. One of those ways that I always feel supported by professors and feel like more than just a number is through office hours. Back when we were giving in-person tours, I brought up office hours every single tour because I think it is the most underused resource at Michigan. Professors here want you to succeed, like Charlotte said. They care, they want to see you thrive. Um, and I've had multiple professors meet up with me outside of um, office hours even, and even during fall break one time, um, just to make sure that I felt supported, that I felt helped, and that I left with my um, best foot forward to continue doing well in the course. Along with students having to make a huge shift with our everyday lives and how we normally learn, professors have also had to adapt to the new virtual life, and I think they recognize that we all have to adapt and before each class some of my professors actually took the time to check in with us open up the space to just let us vent uh, share how we're feeling but also ask that question how are you really doing and it made me feel seen and heard because 
it's really easy to feel stuck and it's really easy to feel like you're just on a Zoom class and once you hit leave um, the meeting, you're back into this stuck space. But I think when professors set aside time in class for us to talk about how we're doing, for us to connect with each other, for us to get to be human beings again, it made me feel a little bit more comfortable with professors because they can be intimidating, but it made me feel more comfortable to approach them when it came to how I was truly feeling, how my mental health was going. If I needed an extension, if I needed to get more explanation on a topic, I felt more um, comfortable because they seemed more approachable and we had built that bond from the get-go. Kemi, that's actually really funny that you talk about that because I had a professor who did something similar. It wasn't a check-in in the same way, but he did what he called good vibes at the beginning of every class where we would go onto a Google doc and anyone in class could write a little note about something positive that had happened to them that week. So whether they were celebrating a personal accomplishment or even that they made a really good dinner the night before, and it always gave everybody a little bit of a mood boost, especially because our class was online and early in the morning. And I think it set the tone for a really great class in I think even little things like that can really go a long way for helping people feel a lot better. I think office hours are one of my favorite opportunities uh, to meet not only professors, but also my classmates. I remember during my freshman year, I had biology office hours at 8.30 on Wednesday mornings, and I took the bus to the Natural Science Building with some of the people who lived in my hall who are also in that class, and we would go to office hours together every week. Those same people I went to office hours with each week as a freshman are now my roommate's senior year. And we've gone through so many different classes together and have supported each other uh, through so many different uh, endeavors the last few years. So I really am fond of office hours. But besides office hours, um, what sort of support services are available to students? One of my favorite ones that's available at the university is SAPAC, which is Sexual Assault Prevention and Awareness Center. And it's a group on campus with full-time professional case managers and advocates and UM Master of Social Works interns that provide support services to survivors of sexual assault, intimate partner violence, stalking, sexual harassment, and gender-based harassment. And they help with crisis intervention and support, medical advocacy, academic advocacy, reporting, investigation support, safety planning, housing advocacy, and so much more. And through different clubs and organizations, I've actually been to some of their student workshops, like their self-care workshop, where they've really fostered a safe environment. To me, this is just a really cool resource that we have on campus. And it's just another way that you really see the university working in your benefit and making sure that everyone is taken care of. Yeah, for me personally, CAPS, the Counseling and Psychological Service at the University of Michigan, has been the most beneficial service to me in my time here. I know in general, not just in college, but across the world, there's a huge stigma against mental health and and seeking help, especially for male-identifying peoples. And for me personally, that was an issue I definitely had to overcome. But as COVID really started to hit, I wanted to look at my options and see how I can get some help that I needed. And there was no shame in that. It was really great and easy process. I just went on their website. I booked an appointment and I've gotten all of my friends to do the same. Uh, One of the things I learned pretty quickly on at Michigan is that it's okay to talk about your feelings or problems or anything else. There's been times where I'll go to these appointments and there'll be nothing wrong or nothing at the moment to talk about, but it's still a great place to to vent and to talk through your any issues of any variety. So I would encourage all incoming students to definitely take advantage of this service. It's helped me tremendously and it's available to everybody else. In addition to the normal 
counseling services. There's also a 24-7 CAPS after-hour service, which is for anyone at any point if they need immediate mental health. It'll always go there. You can always call the line. There'll always be someone who will answer you. In addition to that, there are also support groups for LGBTQ students, for uh, minority groups, just for people with similar shared experiences. There are also group environments where you can talk with each other and find people with similar interests and similar problems and similar life experiences with you and feel less alone. And that's been a great resource for me as well. Wolverine Wellness is another university-run resource that focuses on kind of more holistic wellness. So it's more big picture stuff. And they partner with students to help foster personal and community well-being in college and beyond and can just help point you in the right direction for where you need to go to get the support that fits your needs. And there are also countless student organizations and clubs that focus on mental health and well-being. And one of the most prominent ones on campus is Wolverine Support Network, or WSN, which is a peer support group which helps facilitate dialogues about these types of issues. And their main goal is to help create a support system that is tailored to the needs of a college student. We are going to take just a brief break now and share what our guests from today's episode love about the University of Michigan. I think my favorite thing about Michigan is just how many opportunities there are here. And I mean that in way more ways than one. I came from out of state and no one from my high school, no one that I knew at all came or went to Michigan um, in any way, shape or form. So I had zero people um, as a support system when I first arrived. And I feel like Ever since then, I've been a completely different person in the best way possible. I had opportunities to meet my best friends um, and make a family out of so many different groups on campus, whether that be Campus Day or my research lab, my dorm, my sorority. Um, and then I had the opportunities to grow academically um, and to meet really cool professors doing some of like top of the line research. Um, I had the opportunity to become just a student that doesn't just seek good grades, but also knowledge and enjoys learning. And I had like professional opportunities that I don't think I could get anywhere else. And I genuinely don't think I would be the same person. I would be a way less developed and exciting, if we're being very honest, um, person if I hadn't gone to Michigan. And uh, I just have so many things to thank Michigan for. My favorite thing about Michigan is that it's a school where I never have to compromise. I've never been one to just love one thing and I don't want to ever just have to pick one thing. I want to run with as many as I possibly can. And one of my biggest fears coming to college was that I'd have to cut back on all the fun little things that I got to do in high school and my whole life, frankly. I hated the idea of picking one major and being confined to one school. And I hated the idea of not having a plethora of clubs at my disposal. I was so nervous that college would take away my ability to do it all or at least try it all. And thank goodness that hasn't been the case. And I know it sounds cheesy, but truly the only limit I have here is hours in a day. And this is truly a school where you can do whatever you want without restrictions and without having to make compromises, which I adore. Uh, I would say my favorite thing about Michigan definitely has to be the opportunities. I, as I reflect on my almost four years here, I have been able to be exposed to so many different experiences, whether it's study abroad or being able to gain leadership positions, um, continue with my activism, and just be able to be exposed to opportunities I wouldn't have never dreamed of. I think as a freshman, my first thing that came to mind was how will I make the most of my time here? And with the opportunities to do research and study abroad and to, to grow as a person, I think that 
Michigan does not lack in experiences and, and opportunities for its students, and that definitely has to be my favorite part about being a student here. Welcome back to our wellness episode. While Michigan offers some incredibly useful mental and physical health resources for students, it's just as important to be aware of ways to take care of yourself. Most of these tips will be super easy to adopt, but they can go a long way in helping you to feel your best during your time on campus. So what have you all found to be some good self-care practices? I definitely think I'm the kind of student who likes to grind for a really long amount of time and get all my work done and sometimes forget how important it is to take a break. And so one of the things that I have incorporated in my own life is getting up out of my study space and going to do something fun, treating myself. So my biggest and favorite take a break activity is to go to my favorite coffee shop on campus, which is called Common Cup. And I always treat myself to a caramel iced latte, which is my absolute favorite. I also think sometimes it's important to just let it all out. And I find this Facebook page called You Mish Places I've Cried. Um, great for some inspiration and some laughs. I think checking out all of the funny um, Michigan Facebook pages that we have, like the memes one, are just a great way to take a quick study break and definitely resonate with other students about some of the issues and funny things we run into being students at Michigan. One more thing that you can do is do the take a break function on our Canvas website. The university is really great about giving us resources pretty much everywhere we look. And one of those is that little um, take a break icon in the corner right below all of our class pages. It's a really nice reminder that the university does want us to um, take a break from our really difficult studies and just kind of relax and breathe. Another thing to do when it's really nice outside is to go for a walk. Campus is so beautiful, you can check out the ARB, and if you're lucky, maybe you'll run into Reggie, the campus corgi. Check out his Instagram, you'll understand why we love Reggie so much. Personally, I am not one to work out, but during COVID and having to quarantine and stuff, one of the nicest things has been to be able to work out. And we have three gyms on campus, two on central campus and one over on north campus. And that has like truly kept me sane during all of this. Another thing that I've done kind of just to keep in check with myself and practice self-care is just knowing when I need to take the night off from schoolwork and different stressors in my life. And professors and club leaders are always really understanding of this if I really just need to take a step back from everything. And one of my favorite things to do is just have a movie night or go and get some blank slate. I totally second that blank slate ice cream push. I always go for brown butter cookie dough, but I do think it's so important to recognize when you need to take a break. It can be really overwhelming at times when you're balancing so many different activities and classes, but you'll always find someone in your residence hall that will want to take a study break with you. And sometimes those are the moments that are the best in your college career. I agree, Katie. This is why it's so important to set boundaries. And I've been taking the time to learn how to do that for myself. Whether that comes to what time I go to sleep or how long I work on a school project or limiting how much time I spend on Zoom, I always make sure I prioritize my well-being and mental health because it is hard out here. And the last thing you want to do is burn yourself out. I think these are all really great suggestions. I always like to carve out some time to take a break. I just hope that that sometimes doesn't turn in for all of you the same way it's turned into it for me of taking too long of a break. Um, but as long as you are really careful about how you manage your time, you will be all good. And I am sports. Spin, one of my favorite ways to relieve some stress, to get out with friends. I played soccer for a lot of my life and tennis for a good amount of my life as well. And so I'll just get out and play some sports with friends. And I like to think that we're not so bad. My teams and I make the playoffs every season. 
Don't ask me if that's because everybody makes the playoffs, because I won't tell you. But even though I think all of these tips are really awesome, a common concern is how can I take the time to do all of these things on top of all my schoolwork? And you all talked pretty extensively about setting those boundaries. So how do you do that? How can you balance taking the time for these self-care techniques with schoolwork and other responsibilities? I think initially my freshman year, I really struggled with this balance. And part of that was because I wasn't balancing almost anything. I was kind of just letting the weight of school and kind of the the hard part about making friends really weigh on me. And I absolutely love it here now and I'm beyond thankful to be at this school, but sometimes I don't think that people talk about how difficult it is to start off at college. And I really isolated myself and found myself comparing my Friday nights to what I saw on Instagram and Snapchat. And later, of course, I learned that that was really no one's reality, but it really weighed on me. Second semester freshman year, I really immersed myself in student organizations and did a complete 180. The other people at the school are truly amazing and like they're what makes this university so incredible. So sometimes for me, finding balance was actually adding a little bit more to my plate. So I had different people and that just grew my support system and made this school so much better for me. Charlotte, I actually had a super similar experience to you. I had a very rough start to my freshman year. I felt like everyone made friends as soon as they got there and I didn't at all. But I also spent a lot of time doing schoolwork. I spent a lot of times in study rooms by myself. I didn't attend hall events that my RAs set up in my residence hall, and I kept my circle really small. If I had tried to find the right balance, I think it would have gone a lot better. And I really wanna echo Charlotte's point that if I could tell my freshman year self anything, it's that social media is not reality. Everyone is having their own trials and tribulations. Freshman year is a really hard time. I met a lot of people my second semester freshman year who went through the exact same thing, but it looked like they had it all together. So I think if you just allow yourself to one, be vulnerable to people, open yourself up, try new things, and like Charlotte said, immerse yourself in new experiences, kind of go out on a limb, you're gonna have a much better time at Michigan. Freshman year is hard for everyone, regardless of what it looks like on the outside. But if you strike that right balance, it's gonna be an amazing experience. And as for learning how to manage stress and work, make time for things that make you happy. I take really hard classes, at least I think so. I definitely struggle. I have my late nights. Um, but I also reserve weekend time for charcuterie boards with my friends, long walks at the ARB. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about going on walks. Um, and I'm also in a lot of student organizations and activities that make me smile, like doing work for the admissions office. This keeps me balanced, keeps me happy, and makes all those long nights really worth it. I'm going to echo Emily's point about the charcuterie boards. Literally made one two nights ago with my friends. It was amazing. But it's definitely really hard to strike that balance at first, especially during a pandemic. But having a good support system and confidence in yourself, it makes it super manageable. Imposter syndrome is such a hard thing that I know just about everyone at this university goes through. But trust yourself, have confidence and use the resources around you. Truly, no one wants you to fail or fall through the cracks. And if you reach out for help, someone will always be there, whether it's a counselor, your GSI, or your RA, or even your roommate. Coming to Michigan is uh, its a whirlwind because you have all my, so many different opportunities and you want to make sure you're making the most out of your time here. But one thing I've learned after my almost four years of being here is learning how to say no. Saying no is very, very, very important. Um, especially now that we're virtual, everyone may assume that you have more free time than you actually have. So whether it's you telling your friends, hey, I can't attend this student org meeting or I can't FaceTime you today, or whether it's you deciding to not 
um, continue with a commitment and you decide to um, work less hours, take that time for yourself and say no. Because at the end of the day, you are the one who matters and your mental health matters. And I'm sure this is advice that you all as high school students heard lots of times as you were figuring out what to get involved in in high school as you got ready to apply to college. And people probably told you, don't spread yourself too thin and put a little bit into a bunch of things, but find a few things that you really love and invest a lot of time doing that. And I think the same thing rings true in college. One of the pieces of advice that one of our tour guide colleagues likes to give is to join 20 things freshman year and by the end of the year, quit 17. Because you've gotten out there, you've tried things, you've found what's right for you. And when you found those things, you stuck to them and followed through on them. Those were where I found some of my best friends and what's really defined my college experience. But you're only going to get there if, like Kemi said, you figure out how to say no to the things that maybe don't interest you as much and yes to the things that you can really latch on to. Something else that helped give me a little bit of perspective when I started at Michigan was that I was only going to be in class about 15 hours a week. And the same is going to be true for you compared to about 35 hours a week in high school. And that 35 hours is before your homework and your extracurriculars. So even if you were to have 20 hours of homework a week in college, which I haven't had and I've never known anyone here to have, that's just as much time as you spent in the classroom in high school alone. You will still have plenty of time for classes and homework and a ton of time to join student orgs and hang with friends. I think you'll even find that when you're in college, you'll get a little bit more sleep. I'll just round it out here with uh, one of the best things that I did for myself is to recognize my limits when it came to both my time inside and outside of the classroom. I know I piled on way too much my freshman year because I was so excited about all the opportunities this university had to offer. But by my sophomore year, I knew I really needed to clear a few things from my plate. I was sad to let some things go, but my mental and physical health ultimately took priority. And I think based on what everyone has said earlier, including myself, I think that's some really awesome advice that I hope our students listening will take to heart. And I hope that all of you listening will find the advice and resources that we talked about today useful when you come to campus in the fall. We want to give a huge thank you to Kemi, Charlotte, and Emily for not only sharing their experiences today, but also for being the brains behind today's episode. We also want to say thanks to Jack for taking the time to join us and share his experiences as well. Throughout our discussions of staying well on campus, we talked a lot about getting involved. And so you can catch us next week for an episode about getting involved on campus through the arts and student orgs. You can also check out Enrollment Connect for more chances to talk to current students about life at Michigan. We'll talk to you again soon. And until then, go blue. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the leaders and best podcast make sure to check out our next episode posted on friday 
To stay informed on admission information, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UMichAdmissions or University of Michigan Admissions on Facebook. And connect with us for all things Michigan at U of Michigan on Instagram, UMich on Twitter, and University of Michigan on Facebook. Use the hashtag Victors2025 to stay connected with us. If you have any questions about the podcast, email us at campusday at umich.edu with podcast in the subject line. Till next time, go blue.